Are you ready to stop telling yourself all the things you're not and see all the ways you already are who you one day hope to be? In this space, there's no more waiting for things to change. We tap into powerful decision-making to create exactly what we want for ourselves in our lives at home. Deciding that you're a good mum as defined by you is where we start. I'm Jo and I'll be sharing how I replace being busy trying to prove all the things with getting giddy about all that's possible for me as a stay-at-home mum of three. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Stay at Full Motherhood. This week I'm sharing a quote that I love from Glennon Doyle because I want to talk about rushing as a stay-at-home mum, why we do it and how to stop if we're wanting to bring more calm and peace into our lives at home. So here's the quote from her brilliant book, Untamed. We're like snow globes. We spend all of our time, energy, words and money creating a flurry, trying not to know, making sure that the snow doesn't settle so we never have to face the fiery truth inside us, solid and unmoving. So when I read this back in 2020, it really did take my breath away because I'd spent years before motherhood and then even more so after having my first baby, rushing around, being late and never pausing for breath without ever even questioning why I was doing it. And now looking back, I can see that there were two beliefs that kept me there. The first was that this was just who I am. I believe that my identity was fixed and that I'm a bit of a mess. So of course, being late and always rushing and living in chaos and profusely apologizing was just the way I operated. And the second belief was that there was just not enough time for me to do everything I had to do as a stay-at-home mum. I felt I had to get everything on my to-do list crossed off while simultaneously being and doing everything for everyone around me. The story I had playing on repeat in my head was that with a pilot for a husband and family far away in England and Australia and three young kids, I had no choice but to do it all without pausing for breath during this particular season of my life. But the thing is, it's never just a season. It's never about the stage of life you're in. It's all in your identity and your relationship with yourself, which mostly comes from what other people told us about ourselves in our childhood. So it wouldn't actually have mattered if my circumstances had changed in some way, like if I'd got a full-time nanny and a private chef and everything else you could ever need, or maybe just simply waiting till all three girls were in school. Without me becoming aware of my identity as I saw it and the stories I was telling myself, I would never have changed this rushed, panicked, stuck-in-survival-mode way of being. Now, of course, through life coaching, I know that my beliefs and thoughts are not facts that just exist in the world. I now know that I get to choose my identity depending on what I want for myself and how I want to see myself in order to create that. And I also know that asking myself questions is the easiest way to create my identity. You can, of course, do this too by asking simple questions such as, what do I admire about myself? Or if that feels too arrogant or braggy or just not in the least bit believable right now that you'd be admiring anything about yourself at all, you can ask, what do other people admire about me? Which is, of course, 
it's the same thing. It's still identifying what you admire about yourself because you can, of course, never truly know what anyone else is thinking. And another question you can ask once you've intentionally decided on the identity you're now choosing for yourself is what are three ways this statement about me is true? Your brain will always answer any question you ask of it, so you don't need to worry that you're going to come up blank. So if you decide that your identity is, say, I'm a mum who rests, one piece of evidence you might come up with could be, I look out the window at the birds while the kettle boils. This moment, of course, counts. The length of time doesn't matter. All that matters is the intention behind it. And in that short moment, you're letting yourself believe that you do not have to always, always be productive and be doing, doing, doing. There is space for simply being here too. And I prefer mining my brain for all the evidence that I'm already in this new identity rather than approaching it from the other side and looking for all the ways I'm not the person I've been telling myself I am all these years, because we want to be directing our brains to focus on being our future selves now. When you decide you already are her and you start to make decisions as her, as the version of you who already has what you want to create for yourself, then this is the most powerful way to drive the action towards creating what you want now. And of course, I'm not saying that it's always easy to get into this done energy, into this feeling in your body that you already have what you want by visualising yourself living it. But I am saying it's worth practising feeling that feeling in your body over and over because there is so much evidence as to the power of the mind and visualisation out there For example, studies have shown that the same muscles fire when athletes run a race in their mind as when they're actually running it. And musicians practicing playing their instruments in their minds get the same performance results as musicians who practice on their actual instruments. And we don't need to rush to get good at this or feel bad about ourselves if it doesn't feel like it's working for us. We can just remind ourselves that the only thing getting in the way of us really feeling this in our bodies are the limiting beliefs we're holding on to, which we can keep working on through asking ourselves those powerful questions I just mentioned. Any question that directs your brain to be very clear on who you want to be will keep on poking tiny holes in the thoughts about who you are right now. You can make it a daily practice, just a few minutes a day, to write down the evidence that you are already showing up as your future self. And when you do this, you naturally attract more of that. And remember, those neural pathways for how you've seen your identity up until this point are very well established. So of course, there's going to be dissonance when you introduce new thoughts about yourself. This really can feel very uncomfortable. I like to think of it like clashing chords in a piece of music that then become more harmonious as the piece progresses. Nothing has gone wrong here at all. It's all part of the process of becoming who you truly are. It's all part of the beauty of the music and we can allow this discomfort to be there without making it mean we should stop and just give up on creating what we want. Instead, we can hold the belief that what we want is meant for us 
and it is always, always on its way when we continue taking aligned action. So to come back to Glennon Doyle's snow globes as we finish up here, really just think for a moment how powerful you truly are in creating with your mind. Because when you're telling yourself, I'm a person who's always late, or I'm always rushing, or I have to race through this and get on to the next thing, and you create those feelings of pressure and panic and flailing around in your body with these thoughts, and you're picturing yourself being late and the consequences of that, then what do you create for yourself? You're late, you're rushed, you're stressed. There is always someone to apologise to. You are powerfully creating never having enough time. But when you decide instead to believe that you are a person who is calmly in control and that you have plenty of time, you're creating spaciousness for yourself where you're not avoiding anything at all. You are in fact entirely present in the moment. So I think that most of the time we're in the drama of the lateness and the rushing. We're seeking the thrill of whether or not we're going to make it. And we know when we're in this drama because we're always the same number of minutes late every single time. So it's not the kids or the traffic or the rain that's to blame. We're in our snow globes for the precise reason that we don't want to have a moment to think about whether we're lonely, perhaps, in our friendships or in our relationships with our partners or dissatisfied with never putting ourselves first or whether we're on a path we don't want to continue on in our health or our wealth or in how we're expressing ourselves. What are we avoiding by rushing really? And what do we want to continue avoiding? And do we want to continue avoiding the thing when we know already that what we bring our awareness to, we can then transform if we want to, of course. It might be uncomfortable to have that awareness and to make a change, but so is chasing yourself into a fight-flight survival state all day long with all the implications that this has for your long-term health, such as weight gain, disruption of your sleep and menstrual cycles, bloating, the emotional ups and downs, the list goes on and on. Your busyness, like mine, may well be a choice you've made to prevent yourself from having even one minute to focus on how you really feel about yourself and your life and what you really want from it. It could also be that you staying in this constant state of busyness is you choosing to stay safe in your life and hide like it was for me. Finding a rhythm as a stay-at-home mum and allowing the desire that I felt to start prioritising myself to be there without making that mean I was selfish, open up the possibility that I could follow the pull towards something that I loved, something that's very me, and that I would then want to share to contribute to the world and to help others. And of course, this feels horribly scary because it's totally new. But only by trying anything can you know if you like it. And I have loved everything I've discovered about myself and all the mums I've helped through coaching and opening up all the windows to release all those limiting beliefs about myself and time and creating space for the thought that I, like you and like all the stay-at-home mums out there, that we are entirely limitless in our brilliance. 
Okay, that's it for today. I would love to help you with this too and help you go for what you want for yourself. Not at some point in the future when you think the timing's right, but right now. Because there's never a reason to wait on you becoming more you and expressing that fully. So go ahead and make this week the week that you sign up for a free consult call with me. Just visit my bio on Instagram to book that call. And I'm there at joyful.mama. So joyful with two L's dot M-A-M-A. And I will look forward to meeting you over on Zoom. Thanks so much for listening. Till next week. Bye.